everybody. It's Sue Bidstrup with the Great Big Yes podcast. On this podcast, I encourage you to say yes to building a business and a life that you love. I offer faith-based coaching to women who are ready to take ownership of their lives so that they can live abundantly, body, mind, and soul. I help you take every thought captive so you can overcome limiting thoughts and take inspired action. If you're looking for clarity, confidence, coaching, and community, you've come to the right place. Your best life is waiting for you. This is your invitation. What do you say? Yes or yes? I'm so glad you're here. Let's get started. Hi, everybody. I'm so excited to bring you this conversation today with my friend Karen Stacy. She is the founder of Little Bird Press. She is the author of a book, Seeing Christmas. It's a beautiful gift. We talk about the book, the publishing process, how it all came about, and we touch on my favorite topic, women in their 50s reinventing their lives, following their passions, and realizing it's not too late to dream a new dream and make it come true. If you are ready to launch a business, if you are ready to finally follow your dreams, if you are ready to pursue that passion project, maybe you have a book on your mind and your heart. Maybe it's been there for years and you're finally ready to say yes. Then I want you to join Team Yes. Karen is a member of Team Yes and I met her through Instagram, which I love because it's evidence that it does work. I know sometimes we feel like we're putting things out there on Instagram and we're wondering, is anybody listening? Is anybody paying attention? Well, Karen said she kind of followed me and stalked me on Instagram for a while and then she decided to reach out to me and she's a member of Team Yes and she's growing her following through her Instagram account. So go ahead and follow her over there at Little Bird Press and all of the links for finding her are going to be in the show notes. One of the big benefits of being part of Team Yes is I'm passionate about helping you get more eyes on your business, more eyes on your product or your service, and I want to help you with that. And one of the ways that I do that is through this podcast. And so I'm excited to be featuring Team Yes members on the podcast here for the next couple months. And so this has been so much fun because I know them, I'm cheering for them, I'm coaching them, I'm encouraging them, and I just can't wait for you to meet them. So this feels like a virtual um, cocktail party or coffee brunch kind of thing that we might do in person. And I just, I'm picturing you all being here and meeting Karen. You're going to love her. Um, I'm just so grateful for this connection. You know, God is making connections all over the place. I could never orchestrate um, the beauty that he's bringing into my business, into my coaching, into Team Yes. And so I just want to start this out by saying that I'm so grateful. Thank you, Lord, for this connection with Karen. And thank you for all the people that are listening and who are going to be inspired by this story and who are going to finally say yes to really following um, their passion and building a life and a business that they love. And maybe it's not a business. Maybe you're sitting there saying, you know what, I'm not an entrepreneur, so maybe Team Yes isn't for me. But really, you guys, it's about maybe you're starting a ministry. Maybe you're ready to share a message. Maybe there's something really heavy on your heart that you want to help and serve the world. And you want to talk about it. You want to have a platform for it. I can help with that. You know, I help empower you by teaching you um, tools of the trade when you're when it comes to marketing, but I also really am passionate about helping you overcome your limiting thoughts. So ask yourself right now, if something's coming to mind that you want to do, something that's on your heart, um, something that you have a great idea for and you just don't know how to start, um, maybe you think it's too late. 
Maybe you think, I don't know how. Maybe you have this thought that it's just too overwhelming. It's just too much. Um, then you are perfect for Team Yes. I don't care what it is you're doing. Um, I want to help you launch that. I want to help you overcome those limiting thoughts and say yes and take inspired action. So on my Instagram account at Great Big Yes, there's a link in the bio to join Team Yes. You can also set up a 20-minute free phone call with me to hear more about it. You can also set up one-on-one coaching. What I love is when you are part of Team Yes, you not only get the coaching and the accountability and the teaching and the tools, but you get the community. And so that's why I'm so excited to introduce you to some of these fabulous women um, who are doing amazing things. All right. So without further ado, here is my conversation with Karen Stacy of Little Bird Press. All right. Hi, Karen. How are you? I'm great, Sue. How are you? I'm so good. Thank you for saying yes to being on the podcast. I'm so excited to have you here today. Oh, I'm so excited to be here too. Let's start with, can you just introduce yourself to people and tell us what you do? Sure. Yeah. My name is Karen Stacy, and I live in Grand Rapids, Michigan. I'm a mom. I have uh, four sons, three daughter-in-laws, and I'm a grandmother too. I have eight grandchildren and one on the way. Um, I've been married for almost 40 years and, um, what I do, I would say is that I'm a mom and a grandma, but at the same time, recently I became a a published author. And so I am kind of in the process. I, I indie published my book and I started this little business called little bird press, where I trying to encourage people to see, experience, and practice the fruits of the spirit, which is the verse that my book is based on or is written from. Okay. I love that. That's like so much good stuff. First of all, um, I love just hearing about your family. I love hearing like that you have eight grandkids and one on the way. How awesome is that? I love it. How old's the oldest grandkid? He's 10. Oh, wow. It's so fun. Do you love being a grandma? I absolutely love being a grandma. I loved being a mom. I was a stay-at-home mom and I now call myself a stay-at-home grandma. (laughs) Do your grandkids live near you? Almost all of them do. I have one uh, granddaughter in Texas and then the one on the way is in Texas too. Okay. Um, The rest of them live within just a few miles of me. So I see them very often um, and just love it. My, my house is kind of grand, grandma central or grandparent central. I have lots of places for the kids to play and forts all over and just stuff like that. They love I me. Love I, love, I love, love, love having them here. Oh my gosh. It's so good. And I also love that your other grandkids are in Texas because I'm in Texas and you gotta, yeah. you gotta love that. So yeah. Yeah. Um, it's so funny though, because I'm from the Midwest and being from Chicago, And I know you're in Michigan and it's like every time, even I meet people in Texas, we've lived here seven years. It seems like my closest friends in Texas are transplants also from the Midwest. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. It's just interesting. I don't know. I I think you just kind of. Yeah. You gravitate towards. Yeah. Likeness of it or something. Yeah. Well, I love hearing about that. And then um, congratulations on being a published author. That's like so exciting. So fun. Tell us what is your book called? My book is called Seeing Christmas. 
And then um, you said, you mentioned the fruits of the spirit. So I kind of want to get to, can you take us back to, because I, I really do believe there's a lot of people listening today, a lot of people that I know who want to write a book or who have at least entertained that thought, like, oh, I'd love to write a book one day. So how did you get to the point where you're like, okay, I'm doing this? Yeah. Well, the funny thing is I was never one of those people. I never thought I want to write a book someday. Okay. Um, what happened was I, it was quite a few years ago, everyone was saying, Christmas is so materialistic. And I just did not see it that way. I felt like I see Jesus in all of it. I see him in the lights. I see him in the tree. I see him in the gifts. I see him everywhere in all things Christmas. And I really wanted to express that to my family. Mm -hmm. And at the time it was, you know, these adult children and, and some grandchildren at the time. And they, so I, I didn't know how to say it to them. Like, I, I just felt like I, every Christmas morning I would each year I would think I want to say this to them and I never could say it. So I thought I need to just write them a poem. I had written some poems for my sons and daughter-in-laws for the wedding, for their weddings, like for the rehearsal dinner, you know, how the, yeah. the groom's parents get up and say something. And I was too afraid to get up and say something. So I just wrote a poem. So I thought, I'm just going to write them a poem and read it to them on Christmas morning. So that's, that's how I wrote this. I read this to them on Christmas morning and their first reaction was, mom, you need to make that a book. They loved it. They, they just so cool. the message of it. They loved the, the way it came across and they felt like everyone needs to hear this, but they said, don't put it on Facebook. If you put that on Facebook, somebody's going to take it and make it a book. You need to. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, really? Oh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah. And it, it kind of happened at a time in my life where I had, I had time to invest in something like that. Um, you know, I'd been an empty nester for a while, but then had the grandchildren, but um, I don't know, just, just felt like, well, that would be a fun, fun project to do. So uh, it took, it took quite a long time to make it happen. Um, I had, I wanted it to be this illustrated children's book, right? Cause it's just a poem that you, you read it in like two and a half minutes. So it, I was picturing it as a children's book, as a picture book. And I really wanted this, my friend, Joel Schoontanis to illustrate it. I have a lot of his artwork in my home and I love his art. I love his illustrations and he had done some other books. So I contacted him. So wait, you knew him like as a friend, you knew him personally, right? You weren't just kind of calling someone out of the blue. Right. Okay. Right. And first I investigated using a publishing company and their illustrators. And I didn't really like, like being locked into somebody else's illustrations or this. I didn't like the way they were. This was more, my vision was it was for it to be more like an art book, like it for it to look like this gorgeous art, yeah. like, like all of Joel's books do. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I contacted him to do it and he said he didn't have time right then, but if I could wait that he would consider it. And he loved the message of, of the poem too. So it took over a year to get him to commit, but it was worth, worth waiting for sure. Worth waiting um, for him to do it. I'm just so happy with everything that he, what he created for the message is just beautiful. Oh, I love that. Okay. So from the idea from Christmas morning and you're like, everyone's like, you should write a book to yeah. the book being like in your hands. 
What was the time frame? Um, two years. Okay. It took a year for to get Joel to commit, and then that next year, that whole next year is how long it took to get the whole book published. Okay, and you self-published? I did. I did. I um, I I presented it to a few different publishing companies and um, got no's from them. And Mm -hmm. a lot of them didn't, there's just so many Christmas books out there, you know, and, and because mine was a rhyming one, um, because it's a poem, it rhymes there. There's this whole thing about not doing rhyming because you can't put it in another language because it won't rhyme in another language. Oh, I never thought of that. Yeah. Big publishing companies, they, they steer away from that because of course they're trying to get this book sold to all over the world. Right. Right. So I just ended up doing it myself. That was a great learning process to do. Joel is actually the one who encouraged me to do it. Um, and I w- I'm glad that I did, um, but I'm actually really glad that I, I self-published it or in, independently published. Cause you can, it's, there's something called self-publishing where you can hire a smaller publishing company to help you you have more rights to it in the end, but you're have, you're hiring them to do um, a lot of things that I had to do myself, which was find the artist, find the editor, um, find the printer, um, all of those things. If you if you hire a self-publishing company, they'll help you find all those things, or they'll use the ones that they have. But then you still own the rights to the book. If you get picked up by a big publishing company, and I forget what they call that. Um, they, they then own the rights to your book and you only get a royalty off of all the sales. Right. So it's, it's, but you also don't have as much exposure, like the exposure that I can get from just what I'm doing is so much less than the exposure that a big publishing company has. Right. But somebody told me once you only get like 78 cents on the, like a book or something. I don't know if that's right. It, it, It can be even less than that. Mm-hmm. Depends on what your book is um, and what the book is priced at. The percentage that you get is very small, but you can sell so many more. Like, right. Or you have the potential of selling so many more because they're going to put you, they're, they're connected to all the, the lines and noble. And yeah, they're putting you in the places. Amazon, they're Target, yeah. everything, but it's, it is different. I wanted the control over I guess I wanted a little bit more control and I also wanted just to own the rights to it in case I, I, I just wanted the control of it, I guess. So yeah. That I did. Well, I'm liking having the control over it because I can do whatever I want with it now. Like, right. One thing that I've done with it is I've offered to a couple of different um, read aloud YouTube, you know, channels that do children's books, they read, they do read alouds for children and it, and it has become very popular during COVID because all these kids were stuck at home. Oh yeah. And instead of just putting them in front of a screen, they, they put them in front of a screen where there's like a teacher reading a book to you or. I love it. That's great. a, A children's channel that they're reading a book. So if you're not an independent author and you don't have publishing rights over it, you can't, you can't have your book read the publishing company has to decide that so that's what oh. I've done and I'm I'm so happy I've been able to do it it um puts that message out there to so many more people one um 
one gal, she has a, a YouTube channel called Ani's House. Mm -hmm. um, so if you're really curious about this, any of the listeners are really curious about it, they can go to Ani's House and look up Seeing Christmas and they can see the book. Like they can How do you spell Ani's House? Ani. A A W I or A W N I E S. Okay. Ani's house. She's adorable. She's like our age mm -hmm. and a grandma. And I'm pretty sure the way she started out was just by reading books because her grandkids don't live in town. So she would read books to her grandkids over, over the phone. And then oh. it, she just grew into starting to do a, a YouTube channel where she records them. And she has all oh, such a, such a beautiful following from all over the world. And I the, love that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's great. You know, one of my goals for the book, I'd love to sell a lot of books. That'd be awesome. But I think also I'd love for just the message to be out there, seeing Jesus in places that you don't normally think of seeing him. And, and that's all through the fruits of the spirit. If you're seeing love somewhere, you're really seeing Jesus. If you're seeing joy somewhere, you're really seeing Jesus. And that's really what the book says a lot of. This is Jesus. That's Jesus. This is Jesus. Um, I love it. And in a, in a really kind of surprising way, I guess the way. I okay. It. So I love the idea of like a grandma reading books. My mom is, um, well, she used to be a reading teacher, so she's super into reading and my parents owned a bookstore when we were growing up oh, That's so cool. and yep. And one of the things that, um, I like my kids will always remember my mom's still, alive. We just don't live near her. She's in Chicago, but when they were little, we lived really close to her and she would always come over and she would always read books to them, like always. And every holiday she would give us, give them a book. Like she would give everyone a book. It's always yeah. been about books. Yep. And I just love the idea that during COVID parents could like tune into a channel where yeah. if they didn't have their own grandma to do it, but, it, but now I'm going to remember that. And as a grandma, I'm doing that wherever yeah. my grandkids are, I'm doing that. That's like the best idea. <laughs> yes. One of the gals that did it was a first grade teacher. One, one that reads, um, seeing Christmas. She has hers is much more elaborate where she teaches along with reading the story. She actually teaches about what she's reading. So hers are a little bit longer, but she's just this adorable. Her name is Darnell Clark and it's Clark's cozy corner. Oh, and she is amazing. And actually the last book that she did was my book because she ended up getting COVID and she's been, she's been battling it. Oh, hospitalized, has num numerous problems because of it in and out of the hospital. And she has not been able to record again since last Christmas. Um, oh. so, so many prayers for her that she can get healthy enough to get back at that. Cause she's so good at it. Mm, I'm sorry to hear that, but mm -hmm. um, can you explain to people who might be listening, just can you list off the fruits of the spirit? Sure. They are love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. I mean, it's the superstar list of all the things we want, right? You know, it really is. And one of the things I love right in that verse, right after it's listed, it says against these things, there is no law. And that's what I love about them. If you're ever wondering, okay, is this God's will or not? You know, am I doing what I'm supposed to do? Well, if the fruits of the spirit are there, then, then that's, then you're good. There's never yeah. going to be a law against them. There's never going to be something that says you should not love or, or you should not have joy or don't, you know, 
don't exercise any self-control, just go crazy, whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> right, right. There's be a law that says you shouldn't do any of these. So you can pretty much know that you're, you're in God's will if you've got those things active in your life. And, and I guess that's what I'm trying to, that's how I, for myself, kind of use it as a gauge when I start and when I'm starting to feel off. Yeah. Out of it, you know, or out of control or aim, you know, just there's nothing wrong with being angry. But when my anger is taking me to places that I know are just not where I want to be, then I know I've lost sight of probably self control, <laughs> you know? Right. Um, when yeah. I think of the anger too, like when you just said that, I, what I've been thinking of lately is where it says in scripture to not let bitterness take root. Yes. Yep. And I think of that um, in today's, world. Mm -hmm. You know, there's so much anger and sometimes righteous anger is a thing, you know, sometimes injustices demand that we get angry. Right. But there's this bitterness that has taken root. I feel. Mm -hmm. And when I feel that in myself is when I need to check myself, you know, when I have, when I don't have the patience, When I feel like I don't have the self-control, I'm not leading from a place of love, right? Like again, these are all your checkpoints too. So you can look at your life and say, and you can look at other people's lives and say, is there fruit, right? Because that's that's good. You want to see the fruit from their lives and your life. And you can also look at it as like, okay, if I'm feeling a little bit off, yeah, usually it's one of these things or all of these things really that are off. Like, I, I just love it as it's almost like a litmus test. Like how are, how is all this going in your life? Yep. I, I see it that way for the people who are just learning scripture and maybe are just kind of digging into it. Where is this in scripture? That's in Galatians 5, 22 and 23. Awesome. Mm-hmm. So, Okay. So you write this book and then here's my thing that I've noticed about publishing a book. I've been on the launch team for a couple of different, I was on the launch team for the Magnolia for Joanna Gaines. And when they first did their first book and I was on the launch team for Jen Hatmaker for two books and different launch teams. And I, I, what I realized from it, um, it's a grind trying (laughs) to get your book sold. It is. It's so much work. (laughs) <laughs> so what did that entail for you trying to get it out there? Man, you know, I almost, when I look back, I think I, I just, I didn't do it the way everybody else does it. Cause I couldn't, like I, I was just doing it myself. And I remember somebody saying, so are you going to have a, um, a launch party? And I said, what's a launch party? I, I didn't even know what that meant. Like I'd never heard of it before. I'd never been on a launch team. I didn't know anything about it. So I think a lot of the time was spent for me figuring it out. And I did end up having a launch party and that was great because I got to have all my friends, you know, celebrate with me, um, it coming out. But then it also looked like setting up an Instagram account called little bird press, which is the name of my publishing company or, you know, how I self published it was through a little company, an LLC I created for myself. That was, um, my, Joel, the artist, recommended I do a LLC so that I could keep the bookkeeping all separate and all that. Yes. And so I set that up and I started the Instagram. Wait, I have a question. Why did you call it Little Bird Press? Mm, Well, that's a great question. Um, At the 
when I was trying to figure out what I wanted to name the company, I kept thinking, okay, what's a good publishing company professional name, you know, and, and I just couldn't come up with anything. And I felt like God said to me, Karen, just embrace the child in you. So I have always had a connection with little birds and actually at a, at a retreat one time, um, God gave me this name kind of, we, that was one of the things that you did was ask God for a name. And the, the name that he gave, gave me was little bird. Like he's just going to help me fly. You know, I'm just this little bird that he's going to pick up Aww. and take care of. And he's just going to help me fly. And if I just stay walking hand in hand with him. And since then, and maybe even before that, I have always felt like God shows up for me in various ways through little birds. <laughs> oh, many different stories, but um, so I just ended up naming, naming it Little Bird Press. My um, Joel's publishing company, he named Centennial Press. So that's how I got the word press. I'm like, okay, it's going to be something press. And that's what I, named I it. love it. It sounds so official. Like, <laughs> like you're a big publishing company. Yeah. I think it sounds just really cute. It is. <laughs> it's awesome. And I love your little logo of the bird. Oh my gosh. I am in love with that little logo too. My niece created it for me. Oh, um, and I, I, I love it. I, I made some little pins out of it and yeah. um, I have some stickers with it. And I just, I, I love seeing it. It just makes me happy. Yes. And I know you've been learning and growing in the area of Instagram and kind of marketing. How are you feeling about all of that now? Because how many years ago was it first published? Two years ago. So this coming Christmas will be its third Christmas. Okay. Are you feeling more confident in like all of that or what's coming up for you around that? Yes, I, I'm feeling more confidence and it's because of you actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love to talk about all this stuff. So it's been fun. Well, I think um, there were definitely some things that I, I would say, I'm never going to do that. I'm never going to do a story. I'm never going to do a, or not a story, a live. I'm never going to do a live. I'm never going to do this. I'm never going to do that because I just don't see it as me. Yeah. Um, and so for a long time, I was doing, you know, just posts and stories, nothing where anybody got to see me. Um, <laughs> no yeah. pictures. I hate, I did one time I did a picture and I hated doing it. Just like, <laughs> I can't stand this. Um, but I think I started seeing some of your stuff on um, Facebook or not Facebook, uh, Instagram showing, popping up. And I thought, I just need help with all that. I need help. And, and so I joined your team and, and that way I've definitely gotten some help gain some courage. Um, don't feel like I have to do it perfectly. I think that's one of my weaknesses, I guess, is I feel like if I'm not doing it perfectly, I shouldn't be doing it. Mm -hmm. So I think you taught me and encouraged me do it. Even if it's not perfect, just do it. And yeah. I love that. It's so helpful, you know, cause I can just get stuck in, um, right. I always say done is better than perfect. Right. Yes. Right. And you know, it's not that big of a deal. Just try stuff. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. And I'll go back and think, oh, I just wish I didn't say it that way. Or when I did my first live and it, it was so cute, like it really was so genuine. I just literally went live. I was walking to a library. I loved it. It was so good. Around. But there were a couple of things where I felt like, oh, look what I do with my tongue. I don't like what I'm doing with my tongue. Oh, yeah. You know, stuff like that. And I thought, just get over it. You know, just let it go. Nobody cares. Right. You're listening to your heart. Mm. And, and that's what. I'm about, that's what seeing, experiencing, and practicing the fruits of the spirit is about. So who cares what my tongue is doing? My heart and what I was, you know, wanting to express to people is what 
was coming across, I think. And oh yes. I just have to focus on that. Get back focused on those, the fruits of the spirit and stop worrying about how it's gonna look or even even um right now I just did my first little freebie that people are gonna get and I think it's not perfect. Like it's I, I don't know if it's perfect. And I, I think, you know what? I'm just gonna do it. I don't care. If it's not perfect, it's not perfect, but they're still gonna get these coloring pages. I made some, created some cute, really cute oh, coloring pages. I love it. And I love them. I use them with my grandchildren and they're just so cute and fun, but I'm not, I'm not a professional at some of these, like, what would, what would you call it when, when you're having to put all this, the emails together? Oh, I know. Not a professional. And I don't, I don't know how to make it turn out perfect. So I like, well, the coloring pages are perfect. But yeah. <laughs> Well, so what do people do if they want them? Like if people are, li- and I'll put this in the show notes on greatbigyes.com too, but like if people are listening and they want to get some free coloring pages, where do they go to find you? They go to my website, which is littlebirdpress.com. And then you just scroll down to the bottom where you can subscribe. And so if you subscribe to it, and this took me two days to figure out how to make this happen. <laughs> right. Yeah. But it was really good for me. You know, I'm, I'm 57 years old and I'm figuring all this out and it's really good for my brain. It's keeping my brain really working hard. But so they go to littlebirdpress.com and go down and subscribe. And then instantly they'll get a link that they can click on and print the. Um, That's awesome. They'll get an email. An email will come to their inbox. And then the email will have the link that they can just click on and they'll be able to print five different coloring pages that are really cute and just a good tool to use like with your kids to talk about the fruits of the spirit, color them, or you can even use them for yourself. I use them to like for meditative coloring. You can meditate on the fruits of the spirit while you're coloring them and just incorporating that more into your mind and your life and your, at, your the atmosphere around you. And that yeah. Well, and I think I've needed, and we've talked about this in team. Yes, but like I've needed to kind of, um, do other things like get out of my head a little bit. Like I love the idea of coloring and mm-hmm. as you're meditating or gardening as you're meditating or even baking a cake the other day, it's kind of like, we need to get like into like feeling things like in coloring is so meditative. I remember I got really into those like adult coloring books. Right. Right. Yeah. I love it. That's such a great idea. Well, I love that you're doing that. And I love that people are seeing through our conversation that, yeah, you wrote the book, (laughs) you had the idea, you wrote the book and then there's, there's more to it, but you're figuring it out as you go along. And I think sometimes people want to say, oh, I want the website up and running. I want all the freebies to give away. I want all the books in all the places, like all the things. And it's like one step at a time, right? At a time. Yep. You, you know, one thing at a time. So if you have an idea and you're writing a book, like that's where you are right now. And it's okay. Right. Over time, these things kind of unfold as they should. And it's, there's no rush, I guess is my point. But I feel like sometimes when we have ideas, we want like everything to be done and to be done perfectly. Mm-hmm. And it can really keep us stuck. I agree. I it's, think that's from, you know, sometimes it looks like people are just these overnight successes if they have something really great and then all of a sudden everybody knows about it and everybody wants it and that's what you want your book to be <laughs> you know yeah. that's just not reality for majority of the people they've worked worked long and hard and it's things grow slowly 
you know? Yes. And that's definitely what it's been for me with this. And, and I'm good with that. I think it's, I've incorporated this into my family life and my family comes well before any of this. So it's going to grow slow for me. I'm not going to be able to work on it all day long, every day. And um, that's okay. That's okay. And if you think about it, if you think about the actual fruits of the spirit, right? Like they take time. Yeah. They take experience. They take, you know, you don't overnight become this person that has all these things, right? Like it's a process and we're growing in patience. We're growing in love, right? We're growing in self-control. We're growing in peace, right? Like, and I think, I don't know, it's just interesting in our world today. Like even my daughter, who's 21, she, she loves history. And so she's always studied it and that's her major. And she wants to go to law school. And she said to me the other day, mom, people used to like spend their whole lives thinking about this one topic, reading and writing and studying and researching. And she's like, and now people just like jump to a conclusion and tweet something. (laughs) And I'm like, thank God she had that insight because it's just so true. And I was like, yes, I'm like, be the person who's reading and writing and studying. Like, Mm -hmm. and that's the same with like God's word. Like sometimes I think, you know, we expect it to be like this overnight, like transformational thing. And yes, God's grace is immediate and, and it's so beautiful and it's this free gift and we don't need to earn it and all of that. But yet there is that whole sanctification process where we're growing to be more like Christ and it takes time. Right. And I just, I want to encourage people anywhere, like whoever you're listening, whoever's listening, if you have an idea, it's, you just do that one thing. Like you do that one next thing, you know, and then the next thing becomes clear. And I always say action brings clarity. So you're doing something and then something else comes up and you go, okay, I'll do that next thing. Yes. That Um, brings clarity that you always say is one of those things that really helped me at the beginning is, and it is the truth. That is what I have found. Like I, I wasn't, I didn't have as much clarity until I started taking action on some things. And then, and I might not do it right, but I learned something and then I get clear on, okay, that worked or that didn't work. And so then I'll move, move along to the next thing. And I, I do feel like it's getting clearer and clearer. And I love I it. Appreciate that. I love it. Okay. So before we go, I had given you fair warning on this. So I hope you're okay. I wanted to ask you about some of your, some things that you love. Yes. Okay. So what is a book that you love? Um, I'm going to have to say the book that probably started me with my whole way of thinking and trying to have Jesus and God in my heart, on my mind all the time is called Practicing His Presence. And it's by Brother Lawrence. It's a very old, old book. Um, I actually read it in college. And I think that was kind of the beginning of the whole premise of the book is this Brother Lawrence is trying very hard to have God be on his mind 24 hours a day. And so he journals about how that's working for him and what's happening with it and all of that. And um, so I think that is, is a very foundational book for me personally. And I still think that way all the time. Like I, I do feel after 40 some years of, I think it's been 40 years since I've read it. I, I 
I can't think of a time that I'm not thinking about God. Like, I love that. It's always on my mind. So, is Brother Lawrence a priest or a monk or do you, you know? know? I'm not sure. Interesting. I think he was a monk. Yeah. Um, and if I remember correctly, there's another person that wrote it with him. Um, well, I'll definitely be looking it up and I'll put it in the show notes too. Cause that's fun. Yeah. It's um, classic. Yeah. Okay. What about a movie? What movie do you love? And it doesn't have to be something cerebral. I always think when I ask people this, they're yeah. trying to think of something like appropriate. I'm like, it's okay if it's no, dumb. This, this, uh, this uh, my <laughs> first movie that always crosses my mind. If I ever get this question is pretty woman. Oh yes. I loved I it. Watched that movie. I mean, I don't even know how many times I just watched it again recently because there's so many things that resonate with me. They get to the deep feelings of things in a couple of different places in that movie. And I just love it. I love connecting. I love it too. And I, um, yeah, I can't like, that's one of those, if it's on TV and you're kind of flipping channels, you just kind of have to stop on it. No, I know. There's yeah. another one too, 16 blocks. I don't know. This is a much less common movie. 16 blocks is I love this movie. It's all about the one, one character says people can't change. And Mm -hmm. this other character thinks people can change. And it's this whole story of it's with Bruce Willis. So it's a very much action movie action. um, And loved it too. So it, it was a great movie that we could watch together, but we've seen it probably three or four times just because we want other people to watch it. And it's, it's an older movie, maybe 10 years old. But I love it. I cry at the end every time. <laughs> okay. I have never, I, I am a movie buff. I have seen a lot of movies and I've never even heard of it. You gotta, you gotta watch it. You will. Okay. Just, All right. I'm totally watching that. Watch it with um, your husband. <laughs> oh my gosh. And then it, I love that you said that your husband liked it. Cause I, it's hard sometimes for us to agree. <laughs> no, I know. Same for me. Same for me, but we both really loved it. Okay. Awesome. All right. And then who is someone that you admire? Um, I'm going to say mother Teresa, Uh, my first thought. Yes. I mean, that's, I'm sure a lot of people admire her, but I, she's just my, my first thought. If I was going to, I've had the question asked before, if you were going to be anyone else, who would you be? And I've always thought mother Teresa. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But I just, I think she's just so full of love. So full of the fruits of the spirit, you know, everything her life was about was about that. Yes. Yes. An amazing example. Yeah. Um, okay. And what is one good piece of advice that you've received? My mom, when I was first going to become a mom, it's really one of the only things that could think of that somebody gave me advice, but she advised me when I became a mom, not to read or not to do everything I read. Like there's all, there's going to be all these books out there, Karen, and go ahead and read them, but then, you know, come to your own conclusion. Don't get all confused by everything that everybody is saying. Listen to your own gut about being a mom. Oh, so good. It was so good. And it was so helpful to me because I am one that tends to read, 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 read about, um, everything that I'm having a problem, if I'm having a problem parenting or in friendship or whatever, I'm, you know, I'm always looking for the book that's going to help me solve that problem. But so she must've known that about me that, um, I needed to hear, listen to your own gut, you know, and 
Oh, that was really great advice. That is such good advice. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. It's hard when your kids are little and there's so many opinions. I remember once my dad said, he was like, oh, that's it. I've had it. He was reading like a magazine article or a newspaper article. And my mom's like, what, what happened, John? What's going on? He goes, I'm not reading anymore. This is crazy. This one says that mother's breast milk is bad for the baby. <laughs> and they were kind of laughing and it sticks in my head because yeah. it's so true. Like there's just random things people will say, and you really have to go with your gut. Like, you know, you were parented well, like, right. you know, um, and I think that's, so gosh, I love that piece of advice. I want to, I want to tuck that away for my own girls when they have babies. Cause, yes, because I well, think I see the young people now really wrapped up in even like organic food. And like, I mean, I know it's all good, but it's like, you can also get so extreme that you don't enjoy your children. Yes, I agree. And what works for one mom isn't going to necessarily work for another mom. We're all different. We all are, are different in the world. And I, and there's nothing wrong with giving advice or giving like putting out there what you think works for you or what you would what what's good or but everybody's not gonna it's not gonna be good for everybody so that's okay yeah I remember I was super into that book healthy sleep habits happy child Mm -hmm. and I I trained my kids to sleep I was like really into it Mm -hmm. (laughs) and people would be like are your kids in bed And I'm like, yeah. And they'd be in bed at like seven. Like they went to sleep like rock stars. Wow. And it was like my thing, but there was a lot of moms who didn't do that. I didn't judge anyone, but it was just the way I decided we were going to do bedtime. Cause after the first one, I realized this isn't working. Um, but yeah, but even that, that's not going to work for everyone. And it doesn't have to be the way there's, I always say to my kids too, just about life in general, there's more than one path to success. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. I love it. Um, all right. Well, I want to know before I let you go, if people are listening, I know you mentioned your website. Can you tell us again, where can they find you, get your stuff, reach out to you, get the book? Yep. So the website is where, um, online where you can get, um, seeing Christmas and that's littlebirdpress.com. Um, I actually do have it also as an ebook. So if you, if your kids like to look at books on like an iPad or something like that, it looks beautiful on the ebook that's on Amazon. I chose not to put it on Amazon, um, as far as buying it as a physical book. Okay. Um, just my website is where you can get it as a physical book, but then also if you want to follow me at little bird press, um, at Instagram. Um, that's where I do the majority of my, um, encouraging people, inspiring people to see, experience and practice the fruits of the spirit. And I do that in various ways. And I have a few different things that I sell that have the fruits of the spirit, um, on them like magnets and stickers, and I'm working on a mug and things like that, but I love it. So it's so fun. You have so many good ideas. Who knows what's coming? I know. I know. <laughs> Exciting. A couple ideas for another book too, but I'm just trying to get, um, get more of a clarity with what I'm already doing and not try to add more and make it too crazy yet. <laughs> but can we just give a shout out to those of us in our fifties who are following our passions and making yes. dreams come true? Yes. <laughs> 
Sure. I love it. I hope it encourages people. I know it will encourage people who are listening, but it's never too late to do what you love. It's never too late to start again. It's never too late to have a good idea. God's always filling us up with good ideas. And so I'm just excited for you. And I know this book and just the work that you're doing with the fruits of the spirit is blessing so many people. So that's the goal. Yeah. Well, thank you for coming on. I appreciate it. Oh, thanks so much for having me, Sue.